0: So let's get excited to talk to today's guest. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 164 of Intermittent Fasting Stories. Today I'm here with Lynn Trask. Lynn lives in Missouri, where she is a court stenographer for the state of Missouri. Welcome, Lynn. Hi, Jen. How are you? I am fabulous. Great to talk to you today. You also. So, you know, I like to start by asking, and this is going to be no different. (laughs) (laughs) What brought you to intermittent fasting and when was that? Okay, so I actually started intermittent fasting in April
1: of 2019. In October of 2018, I had quit smoking. And that's the only time I'm going to say that during this podcast because I'm proud of myself for doing it. But at the same time, such an awfully embarrassing habit that I had for all those years oh you
0: know what though I don't want you to be embarrassed because it's, it's one of those things that ha- happens right and you just you know right we all have our things <laughs>
1: well I went cold turkey with that and so I, I kicked that habit and then by spring of course it gained seven pounds or so we have a beautiful granddaughter. She's my step granddaughter. I don't have children of my own, but when I married John, he had kids, and together they've the two his two children have given us five grandchildren. So our oldest is the only girl. So in April of 2019, she was getting ready for prom, and she had to, we had helped her buy her dress and everything, and she had told me that she was fasting to lose weight, and of course the grandma and me said oh no you're too young for that no 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 you can't do that even though she was almost 18 she was about a month away from being 18 so when she told me that she said oh grandma but it's working and so I had remembered that an acquaintance on Facebook had posted I think in summer of 18 that she was trying it now I'm positive that she was not a clean faster I just think I remember her saying yes you can have this to drink or this to drink so anyway I then started Googling and ran across your book and downloaded it immediately and curled up in our swing out on the back porch. It was a nice day, April 27 of 2019. And I devoured your book in an afternoon. And the science just clicked that whole oh, I'm glad. Yeah, the whole insulin reaction, it just made so much sense. And so I started my husband had quit a diet soda habit in I think February of 19. So he was off the diet soda. Neither one of us were coffee drinkers. Diet soda was our caffeine in the morning. And so I told myself, well, if you're going to do this, you're going to have to quit the diet soda. And I did. So that very evening, we ate our evening meal and I dove right in and Made it, I think, twenty
0: hours until the next day, and haven't stopped since. That's amazing. So, when you say you, you y'all ate your evening meal, did your husband start fasting with you that day as well, or just he did not that day? No, he started in October, then of nineteen. He's type two diabetic,
2: okay.
1: and he when he quit diet soda in February of nineteen, he immediately lost twenty pounds. And he he's six four. I'm five four, so he's you know kind of a big tall guy anyway, and. At that time was probably 230. And his doctor kept telling him, if you lose 20% of your weight, you can probably reverse your diabetes. So when we looked at that, that was like he needed to get down to 180 pounds and we just couldn't see that happening. So anyway, I fasted then oh till maybe June or July just drinking I would just wake up and drink water and then one day I thought you know let's let's try some coffee I had this little four cup pot that I kept here for my mom for when she would come to town and I broke it out and got out the coffee and thought you know I can I can do coffee
0: I so now I'm addicted to coffee and water that's all I ever drink or just (laughs) black coffee or water yeah Yeah, it makes it makes a difference I enjoy the the ritual of having the black coffee in the morning just today funny story my, my son came over the one that's 21 one and he had a girl with them a date <laughs> There was, was like I don't know 11 something like that he had laundry for me to, to do <laughs> so he brought her over and I was like would y'all like some coffee I can brew a pot she's like yes I need cream and sugar he said we drink it black <laughs> Good for him, but I did. I do have heavy cream in my right. in my fridge, so she was allowed to have whatever she wanted.
1: Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> but it was just funny to hear him say that to her. Right. He just started drinking it black from day one.
1: Yeah, good for him. Yeah, it's it's wonderful.
0: It really is. So now you're a coffee drinker, but yeah, I understand the the diet soda instead yes. of instead of coffee because that was always what I did too. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't start drinking coffee till in my gosh late thirties.
1: Really. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And I've never had um, the coffee with the, the creamer and stuff. I've never I refuse to let myself drink that because I don't want it to taste good. I don't want to think, oh, there's there's something better besides black coffee, a hot
0: milkshake. <laughs> right. I, I don't want to go there. So, <laughs> so I haven't. I get it. So th- your first day going back to that April 20. I love how you, you have that date. April 27th of 2019. You did a 20 hour fast. Yes. The first time. Yes. It was amazing. You remember it wasn't hard at all?
1: I mean, yes, it was. I think it's more a mental thing. And I've heard people say that. It just is a mental thing. Since then, John and I have both done extended fast. And you get to that you know, that dinner time and you think, oh man, I I know I should be eating, but I'm really not that hungry. So once you get past that, you're okay. One thing I did do in the beginning, probably the first three months is somewhere on Facebook, one of your groups, somebody was talking about the pink Himalaya salt. And so I would keep a little container of that. And Back then, I I didn't start working for the state of Missouri until October of 19. Prior to that, I've always been a court reporter, but I would just take depositions. I was an independent contractor. So I would never knew where I was going to be any given day. And so I would just keep the salt. And, you know, if I had afternoon depositions, I wouldn't start to feel hungry. I would just put a little salt on my tongue and just push right through it. The afternoon energy is just remarkable. And that's one thing I noticed really truly from the beginning is if I had a two or three o'clock deposition, I wasn't nodding off from that big lunch
0: I just had because I didn't have a big lunch anymore. So, I can imagine how hard that would be to sit there yes. after a big lunch and have to be attentive. I mean, you've got to be like super, you can't just fake attentiveness, <laughs> like pretend like you're listening. Right. You've got to be listening like nobody else. Right. Well, and back then I was doing a lot of us. Uh, Family
1: law, oh okay. my gosh, yeah, there's nothing more boring than people All the details, about. Yeah. oh lordy.
0: Yeah, yep. I can only imagine. So, so. You, you, when when you were adjusting, did you just made it through that adjustment phase easily? Very
1: easily, I, I will say very easily, and I tell people that I try to recruit new people and they just look at me like I'm crazy, well, I could never go 20 or 22 hours without eating. Yes, you could, you can. You can. And and now every once in a while, well, so then John started fasting, I think in October and and but between April and October, because he's type two diabetic, I would say, oh, well, you need to eat your breakfast because if not, you're just going to fall out, you know, and, and not make it through the day. And so I would always make his breakfast for him and, you know, never taste anything. It was no big deal to me. He would go off to work. And then the more I followed your Facebook group, listening to Jason Fung, just knew that him being diabetic he could easily fast and started kind of talking it up to him and and then he got on board and I will say he hasn't had an A1c but right now at this moment he is not taking any diabetic medicine at all. Wow. So he gets another A1c in July or so and hopefully he stays on trend to stay off of his meds.
0: That is huge. It is, you know. Thank goodness for for Jason Fung and all of the attention that he's given to the fact that type two diabetes is not something that it, we are destined to have. I, I mean, I'm sure I was on my way to that. My dad has type two diabetes, and I, I, you know, I had the abdominal obesity. I know that's where I was going to be. And you think it's chronic, it's progressive, it's going to get worse. You're going to have all of these problems. You will never get better it just doesn't do that. Yes. You're just going to need more and more meds. Yeah. And that's not what's happened. No. He wasn't he wasn't at the taking insulin stage yet or was he? No,
1: he wasn't. He never was on insulin. He would do like a metformin in the beginning and then right. he was able to get off of that and do something a lot more mild. The the last drug he was on was just a once a week injection like tr- I think it's called trulicity. So he no longer does the once a week injection. He got off of the daily pill, oh gosh, probably November or so, December. And now he's off of the once a week injection.
0: That's amazing. What does his doctor say?
1: Uh, Well, his endocrinologist was okay with the fasting. Because of COVID, we haven't been back to that doctor. He started seeing a new nurse practitioner and she is just on board with the fasting and totally agrees that if his A1C looks okay in July, that
0: he has reversed it.
1: That's and amazing. Can stay off
0: the meds. Yeah, you know, because you hear there's a train of thought that no, you're not reversing it. It's not reversible. But when you're all your levels are normal, right. I mean.
1: <laughs> Yes, it's reversed. Yeah, <laughs> sounds yeah. like it. Right. I'm glad
0: that she's using that terminology. Yes, that's an important terminology to hear. Yes, I agree. I agree. So, is, is she familiar with it in general, like recommending it to other patients, or she's just based on his experience?
1: Well, I saw her first. Okay, like last year. I guess I had been fasting about a year. Whenever I saw her, and and she was on board with it she's okay with the fasting i don't know that she does it herself i don't think she recommends it but she had heard of it and and had read up on it
0: she doesn't like not recommend it she just doesn't like do it as and endorse it as from her own personal right correct yes okay okay so that's fantastic so how did the weight loss start off for you like when you started you said you're five four
1: yes so back in i guess all of my life i've you know Preteen, I was always a little chubby, like seven, eight, nine years old. I being, remember being chubby. Then in my teenage years, I was fortunate enough. My parents bought some property and I was able to have a horse, my lifelong dream. And so as a horse girl, I kind of probably was a size 10 or 12, you know, in my 13, 14, 15 year old years. Never got larger than a size 14. When John and I got married in 2005, I was a size 10 then we get comfortable with each other. <laughs> and then I become a size 14, I guess, and refuse to buy a 16. I'm sure if I would have just said, Hey, girl, you you know, you really need a 16. I would have <laughs> been more comfortable in them. And so this is about 2008. And one of my one of my besties, Dawn, she said, Hey, do you want to do Weight Watchers with me? And so we we did. And we both had huge success. I was 42 and excited about it. And within six months, I had lost 42 pounds and I was down to like 142 pounds. Now at that 142 pounds, I was still a size eight or 10. I've gotten down to 142 with fasting and because of the body recomposition, I can wear a size four or a six. That's amazing. It just truly is phenomenal.
0: And I want to say it's not just because of vanity sizing and size is changing. No, you know I I don't know what my weight number is now, but I have some clothes from the past, prior to intermittent fasting, when I was around mm, 128 to 129 back in maybe 2003 or something like that. I have some jeans from the Gap. They're size six Gap jeans from 2003 or two or whatever, whenever I bought them, and the way that those fit me now. You know, like I'm smaller than I, I was when those jeans fit me. So you're comparing your, your body is actually smaller. Right. Not Right. Yeah, right yeah. That's yes. exciting. we really do. We preferentially burn fat. Yep. Yep. And
1: so since when COVID hit then, um, John and I both kept working. I mean, our court system slowed down a little bit, obviously, but but I kept working. But just the stress of it all. You know, and I think just that whole gee, what America was going through as a whole, I put weight on. So I think I went from probably 142 up to 152, 155. I've hopped on, I don't get on the scale every day by any means, maybe every three months or so. I can just tell by the way my clothes are fitting. I'm starting to trend back down, and I'm okay with that. That's the beautiful thing about fasting. It's, I will never not be a faster.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And do you think the the weight gain, we heard a lot about weight gain over mm-hmm. coronavirus, which we had not heard about right. with intermittent fasting within the communities. People rarely regained a lot of weight, then all of a sudden it was so many factors. We were a lot of us eating more. Right. We were not moving around as much. Yes. We were stressed out. Stress plays a role. What do you think it was for you? Like I know I was doing more baking and more drinking. I know I was, hundred <laughs> percent baking, drinking, even I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh!
1: I think the stress, and then just also not not getting together socially. I mean, you just you just think, oh well, I'm gonna sit home with the husband again. So, wow, let's eat. Try a, a new ice recipe. Cream, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah ice cream. I'm I'm a big fan of ice cream. So I think that's my problem.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most of us can look back and pinpoint, you know, what it was right, for us. Right. The, yeah. All of the but the stress, you know, do not discount the the effect of stress cause, yes. and and really the stress leads us to eat more.
1: Right. And I, and I think yeah, I'm going to call it stress for sure. I mean, there were a couple weeks in a row where we just wouldn't have court just especially in the very beginning and then my judge kind of forward thinking and well, we've got to get these cases moving. We do a lot of criminal cases and so we then, it wasn't long and we were back to almost our full-time schedule, which was good because in that, I've, I'm i used to working from home. You know, when I took depositions, I would take them at an attorney's office and then come home and produce the transcript. I can, where I'm sitting at right now is where I work from my desk and my refrigerator is literally three feet away in the right. kitchen. So I've been able to be self-disciplined and stay out of the fridge when need, when need be. So, yeah,
0: you know, it fasting helps with that really more than anything else. It does. I can remember back, you know, prior to fasting, I was always thinking about if it was appropriate to have something else to eat. Right. Is it time to have something else to eat? Could I? Should I? Is it good? Is it bad? Yes. But now I'm like, nope. Window closed. You know, like today we're recording. We started at three my time. And so I just knew I wasn't going to eat. Right. And I'll eat after we're done. And it was, it hasn't even crossed my mind that I would like to go wander to the kitchen.
1: Right. See, same way with me. It's started two o'clock my time and I haven't eaten yet today. Yep. Every once in a while, if we're doing a little road trip, we, you know, might talk ourselves into eating breakfast, but oh my gosh, it just sets us up to eat all day the rest of the day. And, you know, we know that's not what we want. So we do, we have breakfast for dinner quite a bit. So. We did that last week
0: one day. Yeah, we just yeah. there was something with our meal delivery that day. I can't remember what it was. It was mm-hmm. oh, we came a day late and I'm like we got nothing. Right. And Chad said let's have breakfast for dinner and I'm like you got it. Yep, that's easy. <laughs> It was delicious. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about what your schedule looks like, and also what John's schedule looked like, and how synced those might be.
1: Well, we are right on schedule with each other. Um, he gets off work at three o'clock usually, and is home by 330. He works close to home. Days that I that my judge is not on the bench, she allows me to to office from home. Some days I have transcripts to work on and it keeps me busy at home. Other days I'm caught up on my transcripts. So when I'm at home, I try to wait until, you know, at least two o'clock before I might get some chips and salsa or some grapes or something like that as a snack. And then we always eat dinner by 530 or six. Sometimes when John gets home, he'll he'll eat. Other times he won't, you know, have a snack. But then, like I said, we have our dinner by 536 o'clock and then we might have ice cream around seven, but then I close my window and I'm done until the next day and just find it
0: effortless. Your window sounds a lot like mine, the way that you structure it. It just, it feels like such a doable lifestyle, doesn't it?
1: Yes, it does. Every once in a while with work, we go to lunch and, you know, I don't think twice about it. I I don't want to make it a habit every time I'm you know, at court. But every once in a while, the girls will say, hey, let's go to lunch. And I don't blink an eye and we just go to lunch and I'll come home and still have dinner. It might not eat as much as I normally would, but you know, it it doesn't bother me. It's no big deal. So that's, that's the beautiful thing about it. Yeah. The beautiful thing about it. You can just adjust on the fly.
0: When I was working out of the home, now I still work, but I work very hard in the the home, but on my own schedule with whatever I want to do. But when I went to work in the school system, it was the same thing. If it were a day where a special lunch was brought in, I would first judge it to decide if it was window worthy. Sometimes the answer was no. Yes. <laughs> and I wouldn't even think twice about not eating it. But it, if it was something window worthy or if, if it was a day when we could leave campus and go out to a restaurant, you better believe I was there yes, with them. absolutely. And I didn't always eat, especially when I was in the you know the losing weight period of, of my journey when I wanted to lose weight. It was a lot easier to say, no, I'm not going to eat this lunch right now. But at maintenance, hmm. <laughs> I usually said, okay.
1: (laughs) Well, I think back to prior to fasting when I I would take depositions and I think, okay, well, I've got a nine o'clock deposition and it's supposed to go two and a half hours. So maybe by 1130, I'll be done. But gosh, now I don't have another one until two. What can I do? Oh, I'm going to go to lunch. Gee, you're going to be in this area. Where can you go to lunch? You know, and I, I would just pick the best place and go eat that lunch and have my, you know, my Kindle and, you know, would read a book and just be happy, happy because I got lunch out. And, and now, yeah, no, I would never, ever, ever think I'm going to just go eat lunch by myself.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Right. Like, you know, don't it, mm, it. No. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny? Because I could, I could just imagine me doing the exact right. same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and know. there was also something about a restaurant meal that was just going to be like so amazing. Oh, and right. Yeah. Now it's so often a letdown so much so much so yeah (laughs) so how would you describe your eating style
1: well we've always eaten fairly healthy I mean I think I got that from from doing Weight Watchers for for so long I mean I love a great fresh salad and we um, buy beef and pork from people we know so our freezer is always stocked we buy like a half a you know slab of cow or whatever and then a whole hog so we always have beef and pork in our freezer um, and then I'll just go and buy chicken you know from the store so John is kind of a I guess a meat and potato type of guy so we always always have potatoes every once in a while I'll make pasta
0: yeah so you're you enjoy cooking
1: I do oh very much so we seldom go out to eat hardly ever Yeah, that's that's a rare occasion. And, you know, during COVID, when things were so you couldn't eat in the restaurant, we're in Missouri, we've always kind of been open, I guess, through it. But a lot of restaurants were doing the carry out. And, you know, by the time you get like the fried zucchini sticks home or the calamari home, it's just soggy and nasty. And it
0: wasn't good. It wasn't
1: good. A waste of money, waste of calories, just a waste of everything. So.
0: I do remember early in the pandemic, the, the meal delivery company I was using at that time. I'm no longer using them now. But they were like, sorry, we can't get any food. You're not getting anything. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> like, okay. So we were trying to do that carry out as well. And we were like, we ordered from a place I used to really like. It, they had this family order, whatever. I'm like, let's get it. It was like a burger and fries. Right, right. And I always love a burger and fries. But you're right. By the time it got here, or by the time Chad went and picked it up and brought it back, I was like, no no yeah, right. i don't think he ate it at all i think he refused any of it. he was like i'm not eating this <laughs> right it's not not window worthy i think i like ate it in sadness but yeah, right yeah not, not good <laughs> thank goodness the supply chain is back up and running right i never want to go through that again no me either <laughs> so you you haven't found that your change your, your tastes in food have changed at all
1: no not really well i did buy i'm a Can I say Lay's potato chips on You can say Lay's potato chips. (laughs) I bought a bag of um, plain Lay's the other day at the store and thought, oh, well, these will be good. Well, they, they don't even taste right anymore. I think our taste buds just change. That whole processed food thing just isn't what it used to be.
0: That really is true. Yeah. And I think you start to taste like those oils, and you're like, oh, I don't, and they just feel heavy in your mouth in a weird kind of a way. Yeah. yeah. I still like some chips, like chips, when if you can find like some at a natural food store that are Mm. like fried in coconut oil. Have you ever had chips like those? Try them. Okay. (laughs) They they have a whole different kind of flavor. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I remember too, you know, when I was, was doing Weight Watchers, well, even over the years, after. I guess I maintained that weight from the summer of 2008 until oh, probably early late spring, I guess, of 2009, and then I started, you know, putting the weight back on, even though I was still a Weight Watchers member. And then I eventually quit going to to the meetings and, you know, started putting the weight back on. So then, over the years, from 2009 or so up until 2019, I would join Weight Watchers again and try to get excited okay let's go to meetings let's you know count the points let's do this let's do that let's go you know get the food let's get the cookbook and then buy every ingredient that you need to make these go get the ingredients bring them home never make anything I would you know that the I don't know I just would never use the ingredients and never follow those diets as we call them you know if the cookbook says oh if you eat this this and this on this day and then eat these three meals on the next day and then by the end of the week you're going to lose eight pounds so I could never get excited about Weight Watchers again after that initial time and I wish I had all the money back (laughs) that I threw at them every month for my to maintain my membership but you know I think back to their one point bars and just a waste of
0: money yeah i still can't believe i never tried white water i I know i've said it before right i can't believe that either i don't know why i I, I don't know why (laughs) why didn't i i'm Uh, just still like why maybe because i didn't want to have to pay money that's probably what it was good for and good
2: for you i probably
0: was like no i am not paying them money for that right (laughs) it maybe never like really came through my mind but that's probably why even though i didn't like ever think about it (laughs) yeah i was never one for like going to any kind of meeting. I was like, I can do this. I can do it. I was counting everything except, wait, watch this point.
2: Right. <laughs> oh, man. And you then name it, I counted change. it.
1: Well, and I had I had all the formulas memorized from 2008, and then they would, you know, at the January of every year, they'd say, oh, now we're going to redesign, and so now this chicken is no longer two points, it's now one point, and so that just, you know, I could never wrap my head around. It just would always get so frustrating for me, so, and and then after that, I never, you know, I my highest weight ever was 182 that's when I started Weight Watchers in 2008 and since then I never got any higher than 168 I think that's where I was at when I started the IF in April of 2019 so so I quickly lost that I think by September or so I was down to from 168 I was down to about 145 or so and then dropped a few more pounds after that and then then the pandemic hit like the following spring and then I got back up to, like I said, I think 154 or something, but I'm, I'm trending back down now.
0: That's good. So have you made any changes to see the weight trending back down, or it just kind of has happened naturally? It
1: just kind of has happened naturally. I tell myself I'm going to do the alternate daily fasting, but I just can't get into it. I, I Well, don't know that's why. okay. Yeah. If I, you
0: don't want to, you, then... <laughs>
1: <right>. <laughs> John and I will talk a big game. Oh, let's try this. We'll do it, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and we'll get through Monday, and then, yeah. That, You're like, eh.
0: <laughs> I have you done... You, you said you've done a
1: couple of the longer fasts? Yes, a couple, but but never they're always sporadic it's never like two or three in a week yeah so it's
0: really me you know even if you just want to say you know what i'm I'm gonna try to do one a week if you want to only if it doesn't sound miserable there's no need to feel like you need to do two or three or even one if you don't want to really honestly yeah yeah there's a lot of ways you can tweak what you're eating in a way now it's got to be delicious right right? you want to eat food that you enjoy but I'm sure if
1: I put the chips and salsa down, I found some really, really, really good salsa from a couple of our local grocery stores around here. And so that's my, that's my downfall. I, and yeah, I'm I love crunchy I mean, I, things. Right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love the crunchy things, and you know, even those chips I mentioned a minute ago that are fried in coconut oil versus you know canola or whatever they fr- soybean I don't know uh-huh. what what lays are fried in. But even the the you know quote better ones are still ultra processed right. foods. Yeah, you know, yeah, not, <laughs> that's not a health food. No, it's not. <laughs> even if it's organic, it's not. But right. yeah, the crunchy things do tend to be my downfall. One thing I'm enjoying right now as far as crunchy things, I got some organic triscuits. The thin ones that are like little triangles, Uh I'm really enjoying those.
1: Where did you find those at?
0: I think we had a bilo that all of a sudden one day became a food lion. <laughs> now it's a food lion. <laughs> I didn't even know I was in there wandering around, and I'm like, wait a minute, why does that say food lion? Because <laughs> it had always been bilo, like since 2005 and before then. And anyway, so they had the organic triscuits, and so I just I gotta have that crunch, right? You I'm, know, I'm so with you on that, yep. I gotta figure out a way to to get it in. So I will never be, you know have a perfect quote, perfect way of eating. There's going to be some ultra processed foods in my diet. Right, right. A couple of
1: my friends a couple years ago, they had joined somebody we know had opened this gym and he was going to help just like strength train. And these women were doing it and and that's all fine and good. I've never been a gym rat. I'll never be a gym rat. But while they were doing this lifting, they were getting into keto. And so you know, my friend Cindy would say, oh, you ought to you know the macro this and the macro that. I'm like you. You lost me. I I don't. I, I'm not interested in that. I mean, I know if I should cut back my carbs, I I will. But to have to count all that again, just I'm not into that. I don't it's not have appealing. To, no,
0: it's not at all. And not at our age, right? Right, for sure. We're similar age. We are.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. i yeah. I'll be 56 in about a week. So. Okay.
0: So you're you're a few years ahead. Yeah. Just yeah. a few. Just a few. Yeah. <laughs> four yeah. and a half. Four. Well, f- little, just a little over four. So not very many, but. You know, at our age, or any age, really, you just get to the point where you're weary of the the dieting and the counting and the trying. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just want to know when I wake up in the morning that, you know, this is what I'm going to do. And the money saving, I know it gets talked about on your Facebook groups, but the amount of money that we save, oh my gosh, it's unreal. Just not having to have the breakfast food and the lunch food and, you know, going to lunch every day. And so I, I love that part of it, too. Um, my mom is a registered nurse, and I live in Missouri, and she lives she lives in Arizona, has been out there for 30 years or so now. But she's a retired nurse, and when I told her I was fasting, she the only thing she said was, oh, honey, proceed with caution. So I guess then she did her own researching, and next thing I know, she said, so I'm looking into this fasting, and I'm doing it. it, and I love it. And so she really got into it, and does it for the most part every day now. So. I love it. How old is she? She is 78. I hope I'm right That's that. amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yay, mom. Yes, for
1: sure, for <laughs> sure. And then I also so then a John's sister. Her name is Beth. His stepsister. Her name is Beth McCormick, and her and her husband Mike are good friends with Greg Collins, who has okay the, yeah, the, the substitute, substitute yes. teacher.
0: That's yes. funny. So he. Co-
1: he did a podcast with you and. I guess it was this podcast and you asked him so and
0: I've been on his too right
1: so when you asked him so how did you learn about intermittent fasting he said my name well so my friend Beth McCormick her daughter or her um, sister-in-law Lynn Trask and I saw I told my husband I said oh my god Jen Stevens just heard my name on the
3: airways." (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> he wasn't real impressed, but man, oh, I was. Funny. So anyway, yeah, I just love how how it just the trickle effect. It just goes. It just ripples all over the the world and and it's the answer
0: you know that it, it is amazing and you know when i left facebook personally i was like a little scared because first of all i couldn't do it anymore i you know did you read my blog post i, I
1: did and i left facebook too yay
0: well i just uh, yay. yay. i just i couldn't do it anymore because it was just you know my quality of life. like today i'm doing a jigsaw puzzle right. like i have a jig, i'm like doing things like reading a fiction book uh-huh Yes, it, and I'm I'm on the delayed on deny social network talking to people, but I like have time to do other things too. It's right. amazing. Yes, yes. But when I left Facebook, it was a little scary because I was like, "Well, is this you know, it is Facebook the only reason anybody's still you know reading my books?" Or do-? and I'm like, "No, the answer has been no." Right. That is exactly right. <laughs> you know, I talked to my publisher. We were talking about the new book that I have coming out in um, January of of what year is it in 2022 and I said well you know have you noticed since I love Facebook have is Fast Feast Repeat not selling as well as people stop buying she's like no it's selling exactly the same oh good I'm so glad yes. because I felt like I was like holding it all together but it's not me it's not the groups it's intermittent fasting sells itself yes, right
1: yes absolutely we're
0: telling other people about it because it is that good I mean that is why I wrote the first book to start with that's why I had my first group because my goal in life was to tell people about this amazing way to live.
1: Right. I, I tell myself, I, I wish more people would ask me. I mean, I, I, you know, work in court and see a lot of people coming through there. And, and I just wish people would ask me. Sometimes I think, wow, you ought to hang, you know, get permission and hang a little banner in the bathroom or something, you know, join me on this Monday night and let's talk and, and just see if people would show up. I mean, I I, I just want to get the word out there. But, you know, the few people that have asked me, you know, well, what do you do? Well, I intermittent fast. That means I eat basically once a day and they just look at you like you have three heads.
0: Right. You know. The people so, that really don't know a lot about it, you're yeah, right. Yeah. If, if they haven't. Of course, these days, more people have heard about it, yes, which is a good thing. Right. Less people think that it's really you're more likely to run across people these days who tried it and it, quote, didn't work for them.
1: That is true. That is true. Yeah. And we know why. Probably we do did know why. Yeah. <laughs> and I always ask them the same
0: question. I yeah. say, what did you drink right. during the fast? Yes. And then I tell them <laughs> why. Yeah.
1: And I always preface with people if they say, oh, you know, what do you do? Well, I intermittent fast. Oh, well, what's that about? And and I always preface, well, let me ask you this. What do you drink in the morning when you wake up? Because that's a big thing right there. It I is. mean, people, we know, you know, get into their habits and, and the thought I don't know what was harder, me quitting smoking or quitting Diet Pepsi, truly. I mean, I, I know some evenings I would think, gee, I, I don't have any more Diet Pepsi, so what am I going to do in the morning? And it was worse than thinking, wow, I don't have a cigarette for in the morning. What am I going to do? It was, a you know, the same lines. So that's a big thing. If people can get to just water or just black coffee in the morning, the rest of it's easy.
0: Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And and it it's amazing how much less hungry or hangry we feel than in earlier days and getting people to realize that and trust us yes yeah
1: yeah if that really is well and if they realize too that every time they take a drink you know something with taste or every time they put a little morsel of food in their mouth they're stopping that fat depletion you know
0: that's the big thing right there Exactly. Exactly. So you don't want to risk, you know, stopping that from happening. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And you feel so much better. You know, funny note about what you were talking about with the salt, taking the little crystals of salt. Yes. Salt. When I when I have a little crystal of salt, it makes me starving. Oh, really? Isn't that the weirdest? Yeah, it is weird. I'm more of a savory girl. So I wonder if having that little stimulation of salt makes my body think I'm about to eat something delicious. That could I mean, be. I know salt does not, you know, quote, break the fast. But, I'm, you know, the few times I've ever tried it, like I was refilling the salt shaker, like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. And I was like, I'm just going to eat one little crystal of salt. I love salt. And then I was like starving. Mm. I'm like, why? Why did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it makes no sense. But it all is what your body is thinking is going to happen. Right. You know, my body was like, all right, well, here right. comes the food. <laughs> and once I have a little bit of something, I got to like have something to eat. Right. And that's the way
1: I am, too. Right. Once you take that first bite, then there's no no stopping.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like if someone brought me like a little amuse-bouche right. or something, you know, one of those little I'm like Top Chef. I don't know if I uh, watch Top
1: uh, Chef. Oh, I do watch Top Chef. I, I love it. I love
0: Top Chef. I, I do, do, too. Yep. And I can watch that in the fastest state, no trouble. But if someone brought me a little tiny something and then I had to wait like two hours to eat something, then I'd be hangry. Yes.
1: yeah, absolutely. Me, too. You would
0: know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we talked a lot about John's health benefits. How about you? Have you seen any, any health benefits?
1: Yeah, I don't really have any health issues. Knockwood. We come from a pretty healthy line of people, I guess. But I did have um, bumps on my elbow, and my dermatologist had given them a name. I can't remember now what she ta- called them. But they had been there for years, for as long as I can remember, and they're gone. My afternoon energy is just the big thing—just not not yawning, just being able to stay awake. So, yeah, I didn't have any meds per se that I had to get off of. Um, my blood pressure's always been normal don't have diabetes so
0: that's awesome yeah yeah. it is very very unusual I heard a statistic I can't remember what it was but it shocked me or something that someone was talking about the the, you know if you're an adult over the age of whatever you are definitely on prescription medications and I'm like no yeah no I can remember when back in mm, 2013 I think it was I was overweight I was obese and I remember I had to have some surgery for I had fibroids and so I had to have surgery for those and I went to all the the pre-op appointments and other than the fibroids, I was in really good health, but they were kept asking me what medications I was taking. And I'm like, I'm not taking anything. And they just like kept being amazed right. by that. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I was on the way and especially, you know, at the size that I was, I'm surprised. Yes. But if more
1: people did I intermittent fasting, we could shut big pharma and big food down. I mean, I, I have no doubt about that. It's it totally is the answer to
0: so many problems. I honestly think Even if people didn't do intermittent fasting, if they just changed what they drank. Yes. If we could snap our fingers and the only beverages available for everyone in the world were black coffee and water, boom, that's it. Okay, even have like your San Pellegrino, unflavored. If people just made that switch, think about the difference.
1: Well, and for John, like I said, in February of nineteen. By the time I started fasting, then in April, just by him quitting diet soda, he lost 20 pounds. That's amazing. Yeah, it is, truly. so. And we don't know what that was, if it, if he quit craving the sweets, as they say. You know, that the diet soda has the sweeteners in them, and so maybe he quit craving sweets, or I, I don't know.
0: I think it does a lot of things. I think it acts on our bodies in a lot of ways. One of them is, of course, we know the cephalic phase insulin response. But I think it causes just a general state of metabolic confusion. Because we have all this taste sensation coming in with actually no energy coming in. And then our body doesn't know what to do with this false stimuli that isn't making any sense. And it also isn't good for our gut microbiome. And so I don't think we can say, you know, here's the one thing. There's a lot of theories about what it is, but I think it's really a combination of a lot of things. Right.
1: I agree with that. Yeah. And then, I mean, if you look at the ingredient list of a can of diet soda. Yeah can't be good for you to think that it I really can't oh I remember being in high school and going to the little local magic market and my girlfriends are all you know we're getting fountain sodas and I'm getting ready to get maybe a Dr. Pepper in there oh no why would you drink your calories here get a diet soda and that was truly my first introduction to diet soda and it made sense in my head wow why am I wasting calories on on liquids? <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to become addicted to diet soda and then I can save that 200 calories for whatever.
0: I watched my grandmother, you know, doing that, you know, all my childhood and she would all she always had at her fingertips a tab. Yes. You remember tab? I do. (laughs) I can remember the taste of it because I was in her house and that's what she had. And if I wanted to drink a soda, I got to have a tab too. (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh, too funny. Yuck. Yeah. And then it was Diet Coke, and then oh, Diet Mountain Dew. Oh, I drank Diet Mountain Dew for a long, long time. That one is absolutely terrible for you. Yes, it has you know, brominated something or other right. that gives it that yellow, uh-huh. and it like and it like affects your your iodine receptors. Mm. Anything wow. that's brominated. I remember I was having some issues with my thyroid, and this is back in I don't know two thousand six or seven, something like that. And so I was like, oh, I wonder if this is you know affecting. You know what's happening, so I stopped the the diet Mountain Dew right then. But then I started drinking Zevia. Did you ever try that? No, I don't know that was, what that is. It was it's a it was a diet soda made with stevia.
1: Oh, well, I course. thought I was
0: doing such a good yes, thing. No, yeah, no, not
1: so much. <laughs> Zero
0: calories. Right. I don't even think it had caffeine. I'm not really sure why I was drinking it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> just to have that fizz. But honestly, if we could just spread the word about beverages if people I would change. Yeah, you know, and when I was teaching, I saw the children in my class all, you know, we got to the point where we let them have beverages all day long at their desk. Oh. And they were supposed to have just water, but it's inside a water bottle, and they would all add those water enhancer things. Right. And to hear them say, "Oh, I I don't like plain water. Right. It's gross." No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah you know, it, it's really life changing. So you do tell people about intermittent fasting sometimes? I
1: do. If Yes. I mean, and you can tell if somebody's receptive and they want to listen. Um, a couple of my friends have started and they both do really well, Dawn and Kim. And I tried to tell my boss about it when I first started. She said, oh, well, you're certainly thin. What do you do? And so I told her and I've tried to explain the science to her and tell her, you ought to get Jen's book and read it. It'll just make so much sense. And
0: she just she just hasn't yet well the, you planted the seed yes i i have i have that's you know really the, the best thing we can do we plant the seed we move on people when they're ready they'll be ready if not yeah you know that's yeah. the best we can best we can do yes it is. so is there is there anything you struggle with sweets
1: for sure and that's that's just a matter of just trying to keep it out of our house yeah but uh, you know i i don't know I tell myself I deserve, oh, well, you might deserve a little scoop of ice cream tonight. (laughs) This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery
0: to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is.
1: Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.
3: This episode is brought in part to you by Audible
1: Back when I took, did depositions and I worked so much at my desk, I mean, I, I was just tied to my desk. If I wasn't out taking a deposition and it was Monday through Friday, you would find me at my desk producing transcripts. And so I would tell myself, oh, if you get, you know, 30 pages, get 30 pages done and then you can have that piece of chocolate that's hidden and, you know, hidden in my desk. So it was kind of a re- reward system, I'm, I'm ashamed to say. I don't know. It's kind of strange. So I. Well, I mean, I think that that's
0: a lot of people do that. You yeah. just flashed me back to when I had a desk full of candy. <laughs> <laughs> I completely did. Yeah. I think probably most people listening to this, if you've ever had a desk, especially women, <laughs> we had something shoved right. down in the back of right. it that we could. My desk is at home. And so I didn't want John to find my stash because then he would be in my stash. It's true. So right. <laughs> I mean, again, flashing back to my grandmother, she had a, a hidden stash of she used to get those little those little mini Hershey bars with yes. like the Mr. Good bar and the whatever and all the different varieties, the crackle. You know what I'm talking I about. Do. She would get that variety pack and she would hide them. And she had a son. Well, he's he's still living. He's got Fragile X, Oh,
1: wow. which is
0: it's a hereditary genetic condition. Along the same lines of something like Down syndrome, but a different genetic issue. Right. But you know he lives in a group home now, and but he he has no off switch with food. Mm. So she would hide it, you know, from him and try to keep. But but she always had because he would just eat it once he found it. It was yeah. it was gone. Yeah. But yeah. she always had it stashed in this little container or that right. little <laughs> container, and she sure loved her candy. Mm. <laughs> That's funny. We, we, we learned from our past, right? That is exactly it. Yeah. Drink your diet soda. Hide your right. candy.
1: Right, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, too funny. Yeah, I think maybe one thing I struggle with is just knowing. I mean, I'll look at the clock and think, oh, and some days, not every day, but some days I look at the clock and go, wow, it's one o'clock. Man, you're awful hungry. You ought to just eat, you know, and and I know if I would just change my mindset and just go do something else, I, I would get past it. So then I think, okay, well let's yeah, let's just go ahead and eat. Well, you'll just have this one little snack and then shut it down for a while until dinner and and then it just like I said before, it just opens up the floodgate and and that just sets me up for failure then until the evening rolls
0: around and I shut my window. So That even happens to me sometimes. Yeah, it's it's crazy. The same the same struggle because eating is so much more than just whether you're hungry or right. not. Right. Yeah. Yes, you're exactly right about that. It's something to do. Right. The food is there. Right. You know, it's going to be good. <laughs> and the more you think about it, you're like, well, I could go ahead and just eat it now. What's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's the difference? I've got some beans waiting for me. Oh, and the... yeah. I'm going to eat some. I made an a instant pot. I don't have an instapot pot, instant pot, but I have like a, a different one. But mm-hmm. I made some black beans yesterday. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to eat them to open my window. That's going to be yeah. my snack. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah well, I'm one like thing excited. I
0: started,
1: I started making John do just because I got burned out on figuring out. I, I don't mind cooking at home and, and enjoy cooking, but... I would make him every other day decide what we're having, and that certainly helps. So if he can have input on that, then then that helps you know him get what he wants too, and then it helps my frustration having a That is
0: helpful instead yeah. of you having to be the one to right. always right think about it. Yeah, exactly. Because back in the day when I had to figure out what I was going to eat every day, it was really hard. No. I'm still not good at it. Like I said, when the, something would happen to my meal delivery, I'm like, I don't know what we're having. <laughs> and Chad just always goes straight to pizza. Right. Like when I go out of town and he doesn't come with me.
1: He's he's eating pizza.
0: He's eating pizza. Yeah, yeah. I've tried to like have things ready for him. He doesn't eat those things. Right. <laughs> I come back, they're still in the fridge right. yeah. and there's the pizza box. i right. like, okay, why well, well, fight? Yeah, yeah. I hear you. But it is it is nice to cook, you know, cook a nice meal for you and for your husband. And yeah,
1: yeah. And I I don't do any um exercise, and just to let everybody know, I we have a dog, and so I walk her every morning about oh a mile and a half, two miles, and that's see that counts. It it does. It certainly that's exercise. It's it's good for both the dog and myself. So you know, I can always count on that, and and of course on Thursdays I'm
0: listening to to your podcast, and on Wednesday I guess I do the. the Life Lessons? Yes, yes. Oh, good. Yeah. Life Lessons with Sherry Bullock. Yes. I'm really enjoying doing that podcast. I'm loving this one, too. I will never stop loving this yeah. one because now that I work from home, I don't see people. This is how I get to see people and socialize. Right. Right. And I got <laughs>
1: off of Facebook myself also just because, oh, my gosh, I just had to. It, it's all-consuming. It truly
0: is. It, it really – it was all-consuming. Yeah. And, and you just – for me, it it got to the point where I never got to see what any – like, I, I didn't even know what my friends and family right. were doing. It was only the Facebook groups right. for me. And it actually got to the point where I didn't feel like I was able to give good support because I was just doing management stuff. Yes. Instead, right. my whole entire day was spent approving posts, managing comments, looking at reported things approving members working with the moderators and less of the i just want to directly interact with people right i applaud you for doing what you did i, I know it well was thank hard. you and you know we, we're we still getting pushed back i'm not on the group anymore we still have the main delayed on deny group that is run by the moderators and just today a couple of the moderators there were some you know negative comments about jen leaving facebook and they told me and i'm like stop telling right. me yeah stop you yeah. know because i just you know, my mental health is so much stronger now.
1: Yes, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is. You know, the thing about Facebook, I would like, you know, well, I redid my office here. And so I, it was a like an arts and craft group. And I put a picture up of this little wall collage I did. And I said, oh, a friend of mine taught me this. You know, if you're going to do this, if you follow the shape of a little E, it just makes your eye catch so much easier. And it just flows so much better and so i had a few good comments and then this one woman said oh too cluttered no not for me and it just hurt it my, hurts your it hurt feeling. my feelings so bad yeah <laughs> so i deleted the whole thing i'll like, show like, you oh,
0: i just wanted to share my collage right and we don't think like i don't know we don't think about what we're saying because it feels like you could just say whatever you right. want yeah. but yeah it it is hurtful <laughs> and then you're just like never mind right. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. She wouldn't come to your house and say no, that. No, she you.
1: wouldn't. She wouldn't. It's
0: like the you know, with the food on Facebook. I can remember the Facebook groups, people criticizing other people's food choices. I'm like, do you walk up to people at a restaurant and say, Why are you eating that? If so, you should probably stop doing right. that too. But but we don't we don't do that. But on on the you know the Facebook groups, people thought it was okay to say whatever you want. And you see that on Instagram as well. Luckily I've never been quite so hooked in. Yeah, I don't even know how to I, I
1: have a an insta account as the kids say but i don't really know how to
0: run it so i don't it doesn't really appeal to me i don't know what like pinterest either do you do pinterest i do pinterest yeah i never got pinterest my sister was always she never did facebook never joined facebook but she's big on pinterest and she and i'm like you can just like google stuff why don't you just do that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I, when early days, I was trying to find like crock pot recipes or something. There's a lot, I mean, years ago when Pinterest was new, and I'm like, I'm going to go to Pinterest and start a board for crock pot recipes. And so I'm like searching Pinterest. I'm like, this is just Googling. Right. <laughs> well, like, Why am what, no? I'm like, I don't have time for this nonsense. <laughs> You're exactly sorry. right. So I would like to apologize to everyone who loves Pinterest. Because right. I know, I mean, not everything is for everybody. Right. Clearly. That's true. That is true. <laughs> and that is okay. Yes, ma'am. It's fine. But then I can remember for a while, I used to get notifications fr- from Pinterest, like when people would start following me. I mean, again, this was like probably 10 years ago or something. And I'd be like, oh, I feel so sorry for those people who are following me on Pinterest. Right. <laughs> this is before I had written any books. I didn't have, I was just a person. right? Right. right. But like a friend from college would be following me on Pinterest or whatever it is they do and I'm like I felt the pressure even then <laughs> yes. to, but I still didn't do it <laughs> so I probably have a Pinterest board of some <laughs> sort <laughs> out there but yeah. if, I should probably go look for it <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I could log in Right. <laughs> again though I know people love yeah. it and so it's a it's a good thing out there so yeah Oh, good time. So you're enjoying yourself off of Facebook. Did you leave after I left or before?
1: Well, probably before, and then I got back on for a little while, and then I got back off again. So, yeah, about the same time you you quit for good is about the time I got off of there. I'll get on my husband's account every once in a while just to kind of see what's happening with the extended family, see if anything news popped up. But all of his stuff is about fishing, and so his his scroll is really, really, really boring.
0: Isn't it funny how they're different? Yeah, And and Chad didn't understand that, really, and I still don't think he does. But he would be looking at his Facebook, and I'd be looking at mine, you know, back when I was still looking at Facebook, and he would say, Did you see that cat video? And I'm like, No, I don't see this. (laughs) I don't get the cat videos. I got everything there was about fasting. Mm, right. <laughs> <laughs> and on Instagram, I'm sure someone's getting cat videos on Instagram. I, I should be for all the cats right. I post, but, but I get, like, all the diet stuff. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I'm going to start trying to get more cat stuff on Instagram. There That's, you go. I don't know. I get yoga. That really? I don't know why I get yoga on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, I literally have only done yoga like one time and it made me feel queasy I don't like to be upside down apparently right. but I, I was interviewed by somebody who does yoga oh really on Instagram live one time oh wow yeah so maybe that's why they like permanently connected me with mm-hmm. oh she's big into yoga yes that could be <laughs>
1: I used to do yoga with my Wii. I had a Wii with a balance board and yeah it, had I yoga. Had it, was, it was
0: pretty neat yeah, I like Pilates. I can do Pilates, yeah. but yoga, mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> I might get back into Pilates now that I have more time. There you go. Maybe I'll rejoin the Y and go to Pilates. There you go. Yeah, I was really enjoying it, but I didn't have time to take, because, you know, you'd have to get up and go and then come back and take a shower It would take hours of the day but now maybe i can do that again (laughs) i'll start pilates just for the social aspect of it (laughs) well we are almost out of time what would you tell someone just starting out with intermittent fasting or what do you wish you knew when you first started
1: i would tell people to just do it you've got to give it at least 30 days you can't give up on it to fast clean i mean we know that that's the most important part. To just jump right in. If you only make it to one o'clock that day, you at least made it to one o'clock that day. So, every minute that you can go without eating, you know, it's just that much more to help you. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And not to beat yourself up when it's hard in the beginning, right, right. And don't don't be afraid of it. There's nothing to be afraid of. I mean, if you think, oh my gosh, I'm not gonna survive. You know, I, I need to eat, then then eat. But but I, I promise if you clean fast and you get that strong hunger pang, if you just push through it, you'll get to the other side of it and and you'll think, Wow, that was no big deal and and you'll make it to dinner time. So and you know and if you if you're a morning person and enjoy breakfast then just I could never do it that way but just flip it you know make try it yeah make breakfast your meal yeah
0: you know I want people to to feel free to experiment with the different times yes just because I have you and I have the same pattern that feels right, right to us right now right. Yep. you know I I've shifted a slightly earlier now that I'm working from home than when I was working outside the home and didn't get home till you know four thirty right. But just because that's the time that feels good to us, that doesn't mean it's the perfect time or the best time or the way to do it. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. You got to feel what feels like a lifestyle to you. Where Lynn, it has been fabulous to meet you after hearing your name yes. on the podcast. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And I love that we are one by one spreading the message yes. to people who want to hear it. Yeah,
1: they have to want to hear it. That's what it's all about. It, but, but once they, yeah. they're ready to hear it and the science just check into the science. It all makes so much sense.
0: It does. And, you know, even without the science, your body feeling so much better is the truth of it, right? Absolutely. I don't need a study to tell me how great I feel.
1: Right. Absolutely.
0: Exactly. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, Jen. Do you have an intermittent fasting story to tell? Email me at Jen at com, and I'll add you to the lineup. That's G-I-N Intermittent Fasting Stories is edited, mixed, and mastered by Resonate Recordings. To learn more, visit them at ResonateRecordings.com or email them at hello at ResonateRecordings.com. Intermittent Fasting Stories listeners will receive a free offer if you mention that you heard it on the podcast.
2: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corian.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T dot com. Corian.com. I feel like I was blindsided. Because it's a competition show